0: The 64th Grammy Awards wrapped up earlier this week. It certainly left memorable moments like BTS channeling the timeless James Bond, Olivia Rodrigo singing live at the ceremony for the first time, and then the unexpected reality check, the emotional plea by Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky. It was a night filled certainly with so many milestones, but a big bud. BTS, it seems, going against popular opinion, fell short of winning a Grammy. To review what happened at the Grammys, we connect with K-pop columnist Jeff Benjamin. Good morning, Jeff. Hello. Good morning. It's been a while. How have you been?
1: Oh, I'm, I mean, I, I'm a little under the weather, probably still recovering from Grammy weekend, but, uh, but I'm doing well. Thanks for having
0: me. Jeff, covering that must have been extensive. You're being pulled from all directions for interviews. So first and foremost, thank you for joining us. And I hope you certainly are feeling better than a few days ago. <laughs> All right, so let's jump into our discussion topics. So BTS was nominated for the second year in a row Best Duo Group Performance this year at the Grammys, but they fell short of winning, despite it seemed to be popular opinion that they might have a fair chance of winning this year. Uh, The voting process is something that gets questioned at all award ceremonies, and Grammys is not immune to that. Uh, How are nominations and awardees selected at the Grammys?
1: Yeah. So with the Grammys, uh, it's very different from maybe other award shows in the sense that it's not about the numbers or a certain statistic or a certain amount of sales or whatever you might need to hit. It's done by a committee and the committee is known as the Recording Academy. Mm -hmm. And these are people who have spent years in the music industry. You have to have a certain amount of credits on uh, a certain amount of albums, or you have to have a certain amount of work to your name to be able to be eligible to be in the Recording Academy. Mm. All seven members of BTS actually are members of the Recording Academy. So... (laughs) They get to vote in all in the categories as well. Um, but yeah, it's unique in the sense that it is um, a award show and awards given by by your peers, by musicians awarding other musicians, um, instead of it being about fan votes or numbers or, you know, something like that.
0: I mean, if it was based on fan votes, I think BTS would have just a clear shot at maybe winning this category. That's just my humble opinion. ARMY just looks like a massive fan base
1: oh of course I mean they'd win every award for (laughs) until the end of time I think if that was the case army are amazing
0: all right so of course I I think the way the voting process works for Grammys is awfully similar to the Oscars then right you're given this exclusive invitation and the right to cash to vote can you vote for yourself or is that something that's not disclosed
1: You know, I, I don't know. There's a lot of musicians. I mean, Beyonce is a very well-known, you know, member of the Recording Academy. I'm, yeah. I'm sure she had to give it to herself a couple
0: <laughs> I just think that's a fascinating topic all on its own. When you go to cast a ballot and you see your name on it, 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 are you more inclined to vote for yourself or somebody else that you respect? Anyway, that was a tangent. Uh, uh, there were, of course, several different awards, not just the one about BTS. Who received the biggest awards of the night, Jeff?
1: Um, yeah, there, there was a it was a really great night for a, a lot of amazing artists. Silk Sonic, who had that big song "Leave the Door Open," that's Bruno Mars and Anderson Paak. Uh, mm-hmm. They won two of the four main categories of the mm-hmm. night: uh, mm-hmm. Record of the Year and Song of the Year. Uh, John Batiste, a very famous jazz soul uh, band leader guy, mm-hmm. uh, won Album of the Year and, and several other awards. And uh, Olivia Rodrigo, the new the new big pop singer on the scene she won three awards mm. in the uh, in the pop category as well as best new artist mm. and what i love about this is that all those artists have either shown their support for BTS or took pictures with them or BTS wanted <laughs> their shows. So I think it's just like a really cool connection that, you know, BTS was among sort of these really highly awarded people in particular.
0: Listeners tuning in just now, Jeff is a K-pop columnist, so he's inclined to say that. <laughs> His <laughs> love of K-pop is very thorough, is what I'm trying to say. In your opinion, based on someone who's been having you know, paying close attention to not just the Grammys, but all the big music awards out of Hollywood and all the most celebrated events? What were some of the best and worst moments at this year's Grammys?
1: Mm. Well, definitely, I think we need to applaud the the diversity and Mm. and the uh, inclusion that I think we really got to see in in this Grammys in particular. There were a lot of first-time winners, uh, especially like Black women, Doja Cat and SZA, who ended up actually winning the Best Pop Group Duo uh, Award over BTS. That was both of their first Grammys, a really big moment for them. Mm. Uh, Jasmine Sullivan, one of my favorite soul singers, who uh, has been nominated 15 times at the (laughs) Grammy and never won until until that night. Mm. Um, Yeah, That was really, I I think, special that uh, there Mm. were a lot of new people kind of getting their shine for Mm. the first time. And, you know, I don't want to like just keep bringing up BTS, of course, but they, I heard from a lot of people, even at Billboard, we named them like best performance of the night. Mm -hmm. Um, They really, I think, brought the theatrics and, Mm -hmm. and something special to make it a really special Grammy stage, which when you compare it to some other artists who kind of did get on stage and didn't have as much energy or didn't have the same type of production style, they kind of got a they got a little bit criticized for it because mm-hmm. it is just such a big award show.
0: Exactly, and so maybe respecting the integrity of the event, I mean, not everyone is required to do something lavish. Sometimes something solemn and quiet gets our attention too, but if you contrast it to this lavish James Bond 007 theme which mind you has been done to death so to be original with that is I think really difficult I saw a lot of praise about who is a brilliant choreographer behind this James Bond themed version of Butter
1: yes no exactly it it was really it it was cool to see BTS of course get their moment in person at the Grammys last year they of course were performing remotely from Seoul but it was very cool to kind of see them be like the cool kids of the night like it felt like everyone (laughs) kind of wanted a moment with them they got to show their peers what they could really do on stage Mm. i thought it was a really special moment
0: because that might be a big change in a narrative i mean you've been covering for uh, covering k-pop for over a decade now and just a decade ago could you imagine the kind of respect and the kind of celebration that bts received at this year's grammys
1: right it's almost kind of like unbelievable. Just yeah. thinking about where, you know, I'll, I remember, I believe it was the 2013 or 2012 Grammys where uh, I, I remember watching this, like it was my first year of college, I think. And that was uh, a year where Robert Plant and Alison Krauss, two very legendary musicians, but certainly not um, the most, you know, modern groundbreaking mm-hmm. You know, they, they were very traditional and, and that very much represented, I think they won six statues that <sighs> night. And that, you know, comparing that uh, Grammy Awards when I remember very vividly to right. today, these recent Grammy Awards where you right. had people like BTS and, and Olivia Rodrigo. Mm. It's definitely a bit of a different world. So <laughs>
0: I hate to generalize, but we always like to go back to Gen MZ defining a different era, demanding different kinds of award ceremonies even. Because even pre-pandemic, which kind of threw these award ceremonies in these difficult loops, we were thinking, were these award ceremonies getting too long, a little too predictable, a little too boring? How do they stay relevant in a day and age of... Fast contents and short clip videos and live conferences with your favorite bands and things like that. Which brings me to a stickier point. In an interview after the Grammys this year, the members of BTS were... Visibly disappointed that they didn't win this year, and I don't mean to say that they were disrespecting the Grammys, the tone was incredibly cordial and respectful, but they still did vocalize that maybe they were expecting a little bit more this year. Jeff, what do you say to the criticism that the Grammys use maybe certain artists and acts that are much more popular for higher TV ratings?
1: Mm, yeah, I, I did see the guys' yeah post show interview, mm-hmm. uh, the live stream where they were talking yeah. with their fans, and, um, and and you know even if you know they definitely were very respectful, mm-hmm. and even at the award show, uh, they they got up and clapped for mm-hmm. uh, SZA and Doja Cat, you know, and very much, and it was cute. You actually saw it at one point when the camera was panning out. They actually gave each other high fives, you know, kind of like as a little like we still got here, yeah, you know. Yeah. Something. But um, you know, that criticism, I think it's a valid criticism. Um, but at the same time, I think this is a it's something a lot of award shows are kind of struggling with, how to stay, you know, relevant in, in these times where everything is so instant and yeah. and so catered to our our focus um you know And if, if they were doing that unfortunately it didn't work out too well because despite all their efforts the ratings have still been quite low um mm. for the grammys these past two years so mm. it's a really tough thing to answer and and i think you know we I sort of feel personally the whole idea of award shows needs to be rethought a bit, mm-hmm. you know, definitely giving out award shows, but also giving out awards rather, but also maybe we need to talk about, you know, the conversation about who makes this music or, or where is music being consumed from or have people understand where this music is coming from and mm-hmm. and how these certain artists deserve their nominations, or maybe that could reveal that they don't deserve their nominations, <laughs> whatever it <laughs> might be. But I definitely think, you know, I, I, I was such a such a fan of butter and, and, you know, I was a little like, I thought for a second they were gonna get it to, <laughs> Avril Lavigne is actually represented by the same PR rep who gave out the award that uh, that for that category. So I thought, oh my gosh, they set this up. Here we go. And <laughs>
0: All right. But I mean, we have next year's Grammys, or at least that's what I'm saying as just a BTS fan. But I think you raise really great points, uh, Jeff. It's not just about the ratings, of course not. But uh, I, I only brought it up because you're right. I think most of these really fancy red carpet events used to get stellar ratings. Maybe when we had less. TV to watch, less contents to stream, but times have changed. So they continuously do have to ask, how do you stay relevant? But here's another loaded question. And I know these are not simple go to fix the problem for us, but just a thinker and listeners, if you have your two cents, do chime in at any time going ahead, how can the Grammys try to stay both relevant and prestigious? Because you are talking about an award ceremony where the peers actually give this big approval to someone who should be highlighted that year. Yeah,
1: And it's a great question and a difficult question. I hope I'm I'm answering somewhat succinctly. (laughs) But, um, you know, I, I think, just giving a bit more insight into how these things work right um i think that could be beneficial for everyone you know mm-hmm. the fact that if if this the grammys are supposed to be about musicians rewarding their peers well let's start that discussion let's see what were the conversations about that mm-hmm. got this person nominated this person as the winner? Um, Why did this person get to perform, you know, despite them having less nominations than this person? Mm. Whatever it might be, I think there's been a lot of talks in recent years, especially uh, from really big name artists about these ideas that the Grammys are more about, you know, backroom deals or about, you know, Mm. partnerships or whatnot. Um, I think just opening that up a bit more and and getting that conversation going, getting more insight and visibility into what actually goes into selecting a Grammy winner and selecting a Grammy nominee, whatever it might be. I think all those things are are really valid and to be brought up and Mm -hmm. and be discussed in sort of a larger arena like that. And Mm -hmm. I think it will sort of perhaps, remove some of those, you know, discussions and then conversations mm-hmm. uh and sort of criticisms because people will have a better understanding of just how we even got here in the first place.
0: Guide us through it. What's your process? And the transparency Mm -hmm. seems to be a key word that the next generation continuously demands. And maybe if they show us the entire narrative and how difficult it is to nominate these artists and award them in the most respectable manner possible and to keep it diverse. And there are so many, I I suppose, uh, boxes to check off just to put together a single Grammys, a documentary in the world. I can see it already.
1: <laughs> yeah, as long as they let us, come on. <laughs> and, you know, and, and it's it's so true. It's not even like, uh, mm. it's not, Grammys are not supposed to be country specific or genre specific. It's supposed to be about mm. musicians, recognizing musicians mm. um, and sort of awarding excellence across the board. So mm. a little more transparency, I think that's the perfect word for it. Uh, trying to, to just get a bit, uh, understand what's really happening uh, underneath the skin.
0: We're getting a few uh, live listener feedbacks. Uh, Silver uh, Granny saying that the Grammy still has a long way to go to be transparent before a lot of people will stop criticizing them. Uh, Maybe that's not everyone, but there is clearly a conversation happening on that. So maybe that's their next step, if you will, if you're listening, Grammy organizers. (laughs) Yeah, well, and, and, you know, it it just, I think more
1: and more people are just going to feel the need to to speak out more, Mm -hmm. especially this year. I was a little, you know, curious to see how the conversation was going to go. There Mm -hmm. were a couple artists, such as The Weeknd, Kanye West, who actively voice uh, saying that they were going to boycott the Grammys, you know, not show up there. So there's uh, really is an interesting conversation to be had about what the Grammys future looks like if they insist on kind of continuing the way that they are and, mm-hmm. and you know, sort of continuing this sort of secretive manner instead of having that larger transparency that I think a lot of people, especially the new generation really wants.
0: Thank you so much Jeff, for an insightful conversation. As always, I hope you feel better soon.
1: Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: <laughs> I'll speak to you again later. Thank you so much.
1: Hi. Thank you.
0: If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input.